Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana, Kyle, and Tira, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Hey there, so welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Do you want more of the KS content than just weekly episodes? If so, consider supporting us over on Patreon. Your financial contribution there helps to fuel our mission to bless marriages and shine God's light and love onto topics that are typically left in the darkness. Over there, we have some amazing perks for you guys as patrons as well. And it's only five bucks a month. So head over to patreon.com slash kingdom sexuality and become a patron today. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Sexuality. I am Tira, joined by Alana and Kyle. And today we're going to be talking about giving and receiving, which I think is quite applicable for the season we are in. Mm -hmm. And And for the day that it is. Oh, yes. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. See, it just did a thumbs up, but no one did thumbs up. Tira's thumb went up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, As usual, we're going to start off with a review. Five stars titled Exceptional. I really enjoy listening to the topics that KS discuss. They provide real biblical information that is helpful for any stage of marriage. I have learned a lot of new things from listening. Thanks, guys. Gen 1G1. It was neat. Uh, someone had commented, I don't know if it was on the post or if they sent us a DM, but they were like, I, you guys read my my review. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, <laughs> and they thought it was really neat to That's hear awesome. the review. Yeah, she's like, I thought it was really familiar. And then I realized <laughs> it was fine. So... Leave us a review, and we will probably read it in one of our next episodes. Yeah. Uh, So the verse today, beloved children, our love can't be an abstract theory we only talk about, but a way of life demonstrated through our loving deeds. 1 John 3.18. Okay, so question to start us off. I thought applicable again for Christmas Day. What has been a memorable giving gift moment or receiving a gift moment you've had? Okay, uh, my receiving gift moment was Christmas 2019, and you remember the date? Oh yeah, this, this was. Been... <laughs> so when Sam and I got married, I had taken the Xbox from my parents' place because my brother, I think he had bought his own, so he didn't mm-hmm. need it. And I was like, oh, like maybe I'll play every once in a while. So I brought it with me, and then. I didn't really use it as much, so we got rid of it. Like Sam's like, why don't you just list it on Marketplace and we'll sell it? Mm-hmm. So I sold it. And then I don't even remember what I said. Like I had maybe briefly mentioned like, I kind of miss video games. Like I'd like to do that again. And just like thought nothing of it. I was like, maybe I'll get a good Boxing Day sale or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas morning, I open up an Xbox from Sam. I'm like, what the heck? Like that, it was such a shock because mm. I just assumed like, yeah, we're not going to have video games. Yeah. Like it's not the best thing for your marriage. Da, 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 da. Mm. Ended up being like pretty good timing because a few months later COVID hit. And so I had oh. lots of time to play. <laughs> it was great. like back That's to sweet. my teen years. Yeah. With, uh, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was, no wonder you'd remember the year. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, that makes sense. So I was super stoked on it. I had, don't play very much anymore, but. Does Sam play with you? Like, do you? I tried to teach her. So, um, I tried to teach her NHL, like uh-huh. NHL. I think it was twenty three last year, uh, and like I did like the tutorial thing with her, and she's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but she tried, and we played a little bit. But no, we don't really play that yeah. much anymore. I've tried 
with Ken too. And like, I didn't grow up playing video games at all. And like, I can do Mario Kart because I can just like yeah. go forward and back. Uh, that, and as soon as it's a like third person, or like the multiple mm-hmm. angle mm-hmm. and going, I'm like, I die right away, yeah. whatever it is. Like, yeah. So I enjoy watching Ken play. Like, especially mm. if it's like an adventure one, like Uncharted mm. or something like right. that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll actually sit here and watch this. This is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like watching a show. Yeah. Jeff's not into video games. Mm. I We had Nintendo 64 growing up. Oh, yeah. And so mm. I was more into that kind of stuff than yeah. he was yeah. or is. Or like we. We had a, like a we. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So even still, actually, now with Theo just the other day, he was like, Mommy, can we, can we do the Wii thing? Can we play the Wii game? I was like, yeah okay let's do it nice. it's so fun it is. Yeah. he wants to play these random games like we have one that's um like the movie up mm-hmm. but it's the wii game and it's way too confusing for him but he just likes to wander with his little character it's <laughs> <laughs> cute, cute. Oh, yeah yeah i've been wanting to get our wii out and because we have guitar hero with the different things oh, and the drum and I'm like our kids now are like oh, at yeah. the age where they would love that mm-hmm. so i think over christmas break we'll yeah bring it out and see what nice okay what about you guys (laughs) okay mine would be a gift that i got i can't really think of a good gift that i gave right now but um we were i don't know if it was like our first or second year of marriage probably our second we would go to the mall and browse go to stores and browse it was like one of the activities hobbies we had was just like getting out and doing something we lived in a tiny basement suite so it was like an activity out of the house was good Mm -hmm. and we would go to the mall and we would look at all the rings and all the different pretty things in people's like the yeah. jewelry store. <clears throat> and I would always, or we had to go, was it monthly to get our rings cleaned or something? Anyway. So while we were there, I would always look at this one opal ring and I was like, Oh, it's like the most gorgeous ring ever. Like Jeff, look at this. Like one day I'd love to have a ring like this. <laughs> um, and we'd look at it all the time. And then one day it was gone. I was like, Oh shoot. Like bummer. It's gone. And uh, lo and behold, Jeff had got it for me for Christmas. Aww. And I like cried when I opened <laughs> it up. It was just, it was such a surprise. So it was gone because he was the one who had bought he it? He had bought it. That's awesome. Aww. Yeah. And so now I wear it all the time. So this nice. is the one that I wear. Yep. Nice. Oh, love that. Yep. Um, I think mine, I mentioned it in one of the other episodes, but worth sharing again because mm-hmm. it was so good. Um, so like, yeah, the Ken gave me, it was a few, well, actually, it was the same same year as yours. Oh yeah, because it was right indeed. before right. coming into COVID. Um, Ken got me. Uh, he had gotten a calendar and had written in dates for the year on when we would have date nights every year, and gave me a nice like letter and stuff to go with it. And that was like my big present, and I loved that because he's a gift giver, and normally would give me some material thing. And gifts is a pretty low uh, one as my love language. And so this was the first year I feel like he really did something that I wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> and like appreciated, right. you know, um, not that I didn't he like finally it. got it right. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not like the other ones aren't good. They're good. They're just not as memorable for me because yeah. it like, yeah, it's, it's sweet, but it doesn't like touch deep in the heart. And that one definitely did. Like it was, it was great. And then COVID happened and we couldn't really go on dates, but the thought was still there. Mm-hmm. It was still, mm-hmm. yeah. Cute. Good. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to um, talk about the joyful, joyful giver first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it'd be kind of fun to do a little quiz to see if you are a joyful giver or not. 
So I'm going to go through a few questions. There's going to be A and B answer, and you can obviously see which one is going to be which. <laughs> but uh, So first off, when you give a gift to your spouse, how do you react when they open it? A, excited and happy, anticipating the reaction, or B, you try to act excited, but reality is you gave it because you felt obligated. A. <laughs> I know Kyle's just going to be A all throughout, aren't you? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, how do you give compliments to your partner? A, regularly, whenever you notice something compliment, uh, whenever you notice something compliment worthy. Or B, rarely, only on special occasion or when it's expected. Okay, honestly, I'm probably B, but like, I'd oh. love to be A. This is something I'm actively working on right now. Okay. Is, yeah. That's great. <laughs> You're answering all the questions. Yeah. Is, that not what, is, this, is this for the listeners? Well, it's for, no, it's for me. Yeah. Okay. That's right, Kyle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Go this for it. Kyle episode. Uh, <laughs> when your spouse thanks you for something you've done, how do you respond? A, with a genuine smile, feeling appreciated. Or B, you are happy they noticed, but really they should have helped you do it. <laughs> uh, I may. <laughs> I feel like this one's a good heart check moment, right? Mm. Um, when it comes to intimacy, how do you view your role? A, as an opportunity to deeply connect and pleasure your partner, or B, as a mutual exchange? You know, you should be having sex, but really could care less. A. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I mean, that aside, let's talk about some of the hurdles in being a joyful giver. So is this giving in like sexual context or just giving presents, giving in general? Uh, because you touched on all. giving compliments, yeah. you touched on giving gifts, you yeah. touched on. I think all giving in, in general and, and in sex though, mm -hmm. not just presence wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think, I think one of the big ones, especially I would say more for women like coming out of purity culture where we've been told, you know, joyfully give to your husband, mm. <laughs> you know, and just that, like, it's expected that we be happy about it. It's expected, you know, and, and to, to kind of perform well, mm. I guess, like as that's a part of our role. Right. Right. To meet a need. <clears throat> yeah. That he has. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah. And that it's a, that it's a duty and, Right. That's sad because I feel like that really takes away the actual joy that you could be having in <laughs> joyfully giving it. I don't know. Um, right. Because the, the posture of your heart is that one of feeling obligated mm -hmm. versus feeling like you have this beautiful ability to give something. Yeah. It, it kind of shifts how you think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And probably many don't necessarily realize that they mm -hmm. are in this boat. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. for me right away in marriage where I was like, hmm, these are probably deep rooted seeds of yeah. um, purity culture, PTSD. And yeah. this is probably why I feel X, Y, Z. So then maybe just an opportunity for women to look at themselves and be like, hey, if I am struggling in this area, what lies maybe have yeah. I believed mm -hmm. and looking back at even some of our older episodes and being like, okay, what does God say about sex and how did he design it to be for my marriage and that it can be pleasurable for you and your husband. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's good. 
No, definitely a hurdle. <clears throat> and one that I think I want to, um, I want to do more episodes on in the future. I feel like we've covered purity culture a lot in the past, but those are older episodes and mm -hmm. it's nice to just kind of refresh some of them and still yeah, keep it current and talk about it. Like, I don't think we've talked about a strict like purity culture with you guys. Mm. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, I yeah, can talk we about put it that on the docket. But yeah, it's just a good one to talk about and bring up every now and then because so many, especially in the Christian um, context, yeah. are struggling with with navigating this and coming out of purity culture. Yeah. And not even like newly marrieds. I feel like it's like older, older women too, who mm -hmm. are like suddenly realizing, oh my goodness, wait, I'm supposed to be experiencing like so much pleasure in my marriage and in my sex life. Yeah. So obviously I could talk about this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Another thing is like bitterness. Yeah. Bitterness is going to make it really hard to joyfully give anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what book I was reading. I was reading a book and they were talking about, uh, I think it was, yeah, it, it was around this topic. It was basically like the antidote for, I want to say it was, oh man, this is not good audio right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was some, It was basically the antidote was generosity. And I want to say that mm -hmm. the, the like disease, if you will, was like pride or selfishness and like, mm -hmm. No, greed. That's what it was. It was greed. It was greed was like the disease and the antidote was generosity. It's like if you oh, struggle with greed, you need to do the opposite of that thing to like counteract Release it. Release it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I feel like here kind of um, correlates a little bit where bitterness, like if you're, um, if you're really bitter or you were like, Hmm, I want that. Like I should be getting that. Yeah. I don't want to give you something. Like you should be giving me something. Right. Yeah. If you, you can find a way to give joyfully, that can definitely counteract your bitterness. Yeah. And you can find joy in the giving and the other person receiving and seeing the joy that the, your act of giving is giving the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also uh, being thankful, like mm -hmm. seeing what else in your world at the moment yeah. you can be thankful for. I think that is also a good um a good antidote mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah you think about it even sexually how bitterness could totally just oh, oh yeah i'm not getting yeah. i'm not getting mm -hmm. i'm not getting mm -hmm. right instead of how can i give yeah yeah oof yeah uh, i think another one like uh, lack of confidence you know oh i'm not gonna i'm not good at that anyway i'm not gonna do it why should i um mm. And I think it's common for us to shy away from the things that we don't think we're good at too. Right. And like, if you're not good at giving a gift, then you just won't give a gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just become lazy with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or use it as an excuse. Well, That's not my love language. I think this is a huge hurdle in the bedroom too, right? Is like, Oh, I won't try that. Or I'm yeah. not open to that because you know, that's weird or I'm not going to be good at it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you've never done it before. Like, of course, yeah, of course yeah. you're not going to be good at it. Yep. Like, I'm not good at guitar because I've picked up a guitar once in grade eight and never played it since. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of yeah. course I'm not good at it. But if I practice, if I set my mind to it yeah. and put in the effort and take the time to do, do the work, then yeah, it's probably going to be better than when the first time I did it was. Like my wedding night sex was not good to compare com <laughs> compared to what it is yeah. now right yeah. yeah i've done it a lot more since then yeah yeah, yeah. 
Okay, what about the benefits, like the joys of giving? Like, this can be such a positive thing. Yeah. Would you rather receive a good gift or give a good gift? Give. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, I think me so too. too. Yeah. I love, like, if I have a gift that I think is really good, I am so excited. Like, I cannot yeah. wait to give that gift and see the expression on, like, whoever I'm giving the gift yeah. to their face. That is just priceless to me. I love it. Are you the kind of person who's like, hey, do you want to open this gift I got you? I know it's kind of early, but do you want to do it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no? I will wait. I will wait. Yeah. I'm very uh, like type A like rule follower. Like if it's Christmas, you get your gift on Christmas. We're not doing this early <laughs> nonsense. Like, no, 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 none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it can, this can really enhance emotional connection. This is, I think, where mm-hmm. typically guys struggle with emotional connection more than women do. So I think from a guy's perspective, if mm-hmm. you really put in the time and effort to get a good gift for, let's just put it in the marriage context, for yeah. your wife, <clears throat> this can be a good show of your emotional maturity, I guess, because you're getting her hopefully something that she wanted. You've been listening, paying attention to the things she's been saying and she'll recognize that when she receives it, Oh, like you paid attention. You Mm -hmm. listen to me. Mm -hmm. You see me. Right. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, my love language. Yeah. Like maybe you went with something from like our love languages episode. Totally. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And it feels so good. Like as yeah. someone who's giving a gift, 100%. if yeah. you feel like you nailed it and your, your spouse or whoever it is, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's perfect. You're like, yes. Yep. Yeah. Ah, I love that. It feels yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. And then I think like just those two <clears throat> things we talked about, you feel good about yourself. The mm-hmm. other person feels good about themselves mm-hmm. for getting this gift that they wanted. And you guys through that are emotionally connected. Like that is, that can lead to a good, in, better intimacy, mm-hmm. right? When you yep. guys are emotionally connected, that's probably when you're having the best sex. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I can help with your relationship stress of um, like it helps mitigate feelings of resentment or one sidedness. And it, it like it promotes that cycle of you give and receive and you give and receive. Really both kingship. of you. Yeah. And it makes you want to do it for the other person. And yeah, it doesn't feel like one person is continually doing something leading to more bitterness to like, it's just right. takes less stress yeah i found in our marriage that the like, if mm. i want sam to change something about her if i mm. initiate that change often she'll reciprocate mm. like if you do the change yourself you yeah. Mean? yeah 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 like if i make that change in myself first mm-hmm. then she will follow or reciprocate and like i always say like the fastest way to change your spouse is to change yourself first mm-hmm. and yeah. I, it just rings true time and time again for me yeah Hey, so I just wanted to take another second to talk about Patreon. So did you know that becoming a patron has some sweet perks? When you support us on Patreon, you gain access to an exclusive community where you can connect with like-minded people who share your passion for understanding and growth. As a patron, you also receive both of our Prayers for Your Husband and Prayers for Your Wife ebooks free. We also do monthly live Q&A sessions where you can interact directly with Kyle, Tira, and myself, and you get to know us better and dive deeper into the topics that you care about most. As a patron, you also get a 25% discount on all our products just for being a patron, as well as priority when suggesting episode topics. We also just started a private patron-only Facebook group, so it's a safe place to share thoughts, experiences, and support each other. And all of this is only five bucks a month. So join us, head over to patreon.com slash kingdom sexuality, become a patron and unlock some amazing rewards. We're really grateful for your support. Okay. Now to the joy of receiving. So we're going to do another little quiz to see if you are a joyful receiver. So number one, 
when your spouse gives you a gift, how do you typically react? A, with a genuine enthusiasm and gratitude, regardless of the gift, or B, politely, but you often critique the gift in your mind. Mm. Both. A, <laughs> a, a, a out loud and B in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> C. <laughs> hmm. Number two, how do you respond to compliments from your spouse? A, you accept them graciously and feel appreciated, or B, you feel a bit awkward and often downplay the compliment? A. <laughs> Three, when your spouse does something special for you, how do you feel? A, loved and valued. B, unsure, sometimes questioning their motives. A. <laughs> do you feel comfortable expressing your desires or needs to your partner? A, yes, you feel it's important to communicate openly. B, sometimes, but you often hold back to avoid seeming needy. A. Hmm. Five, how do you feel about being the center of attention on special occasions? Ooh, this is hard. A, happy and cherished, <laughs> enjoying the celebration, or B, a bit uneasy, but you go along with it? A. <laughs> I'm so glad you're a joyful receiver, Kyle. That's wonderful. Good for you. <laughs> Tell us hmm. your tips. <laughs> no, I said B. One, I was, oh, yeah, I was A true, and B. I, yes. I can be very critical. And that, yeah. again, we just talked about that mm -hmm. on our lunch break. I'm working on it. Yeah. Our lunch break. <laughs> yeah. So Okay. So what are the, so let's go over some of the hurdles then of receiving. receiving. I mean, same, like purity culture is going to come in again here. Yeah. If one of you want to take that. <laughs> I could talk about it too long. Um, so maybe I just won't. <laughs> Sure, I'll take it. Um, I think the joy of receiving, like, I think it can do a number on both men and women because, because pleasure was deemed inappropriate for so long. You know, switching it to be okay can take a long time and a lot of work. Um, and I think in particular for women, like our physical bodies were also part of that like pleasure topic. So thinking that someone could touch us to create pleasure was a definite no. Mm. And so having that, again, that mindset of it's okay for me to receive pleasure mm -hmm. period with nothing else in the mix. It's not like, well, I'm allowed to feel pleasure when I'm giving pleasure to my husband or I'm allowed to receive pleasure in the act of sex because that's what's supposed to happen. Well, no, just like flat out, Right. Like it's okay to receive pleasure and having that when you go into sex. Um, yeah, it, uh, it's definitely not um, something like it's not just a switch that you turn on. Like mm -hmm. it, it takes a lot of mental, mental thinking about it. And, you know, well, it, it, this is a topic all on its own, but I think this is, I was just having this thought. You know how it can be really difficult to receive a compliment? Like that was one of your mm -hmm. things in the quiz mm -hmm. there, I think. Yeah. I, I wonder if you can change your mindset to receiving a compliment in the same way you can change your mindset to like receiving pleasure. Mm. Because I think if you are able yeah. to receive a compliment, that's like audible or oral, not that kind of oral pleasure. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. but uh, if you can... I think it's a very similar mindset shift. So yeah. if it's awkward or weird for you to or receive to audibly pleasure, receive. Mm -hmm. maybe work on receiving audible compliments yeah. and stuff first, because that's going to be a very similar mindset shift that you're going to have to make of, no, it's okay. Like people can say nice things to me. It's okay to feel good about yeah. certain things about myself. I don't have to mm -hmm. try and be this mm -hmm. like 
always selfless person. Yeah. It's okay to receive mm-hmm. these good things. And I think yeah. women struggle with this more. And I've noticed like my wife amongst her girlfriends, just the way that they encourage each other. It just, it is so like beautiful to see because you don't see that often where I find that women are not very good at receiving compliments. It's very much, Oh no, I'm not. Or no, this mm-hmm. like kind of like jokingly played mm-hmm. off as a no yeah. versus like, Oh, like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Like even just saying that can yeah. be really difficult for some people. Yes. That's great. Yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. I had a thought about that too. And now it's gone. Oh, um, even having your husband like physically, like, verbally mm-hmm. saying those things to you and like out loud over you, I feel like would be. And choosing so, to so believe nice. them. Yes. Yes, yes. 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 And then a progression can be having him say nice things like about your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, so good. Okay. Hurdles of receiving insecurities. Mm, yeah. Similar to giving. We can also be insecure about receiving. Especially yeah. if there's like been hurts or mm-hmm. broken trust. Um, or especially when it comes to sex, it's like, oh, is he just doing this so he can get this? Or mm-hmm. is she just saying mm-hmm. this so she can have that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. It's definitely would be a difficult one to, to navigate and a hurdle. But I think when that would require conversation and prayer, and potentially yep. counseling even to help mm-hmm. navigate. Yep. Um, just like a, having another person there to facilitate those conversations would be really good. Yeah. And then uh, perfectionism. Uh, like for some people, the idea of just sitting back and receiving can feel uncomfortable, you know, as it goes against their instinct to always be in control or to be the one providing. Hmm. If you're the one always like giving the compliments Uh to actually be the one to just allow yourself to receive one. And I think that can totally be a way to mask your inability to receive is to always be giving. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's like, I I don't want to receive. So if I always give, then I don't have to receive. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Deep. Deep. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the benefits. Well, I feel like. I feel like it's almost all the same things. <laughs> it, 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 it is. And I would say if you if you can receive well, then your spouse is going to give more. Mm, because yeah. I don't want to give something to someone who's like, oh, okay, like, thanks. but Or someone who, like, go back to the compliment, right? If I give someone a compliment and they it's like, oh, no, I'm not. You're dismissing mm-hmm. what I said or how yep. I felt. And, and it, my word doesn't feel important anymore. My mm-hmm. word doesn't feel like it holds value to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, why would I keep doing that if you're just going to constantly be dismissing it? Yeah. So if you can receive well, you will have your spouse giving more. Yeah. And you can yeah. even say, like, depending on where you're at in this journey, like, hey, I, I, I have a hard time receiving, whether it's receiving a gift or mm-hmm. I have, it's kind of weird for me to try and accept a compliment or I have a hard time accepting pleasure. Like I'm on this yeah. journey of like learning this, mm-hmm. but I think even being able to vocalize that and say like, hey, I'm kind of, it feels weird to me. So we might have to just take time and this might just be a slower yeah. process. Yeah. And a progression, like go back to the compliment thing. A progression can be if you, re- someone is giving you a compliment, you don't have to right away like receive it and validate it, but rather than dismissing it, maybe just say thank you. Mm-hmm. 
that can be yeah. like a progression. It's like, okay, I'm not going to dismiss it, but I'm going to say thank you. And then from thank you, you work on to like believing it. Mm-hmm. And then from believing it, you can go wherever you want. But I think thank you is a safe response yeah. to not just, just dismiss the compliment. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. Especially thinking about like Christmas time. And I think it's a beautiful time to reflect on all that we've been given. <clears throat> and like you think about mm. like, why we're celebrating Christmas in the first place, right? It's like, okay, this is a beautiful opportunity. We get to just receive and Mm. also, you know, be Jesus on display to these other people around us. So wherever you are this Christmas season, hopefully you're being able to be someone who is like giving the gospel as you go throughout your your holiday season too. Yeah, I was trying, I was thinking like the, the greatest gift you've ever been given is jesus Mm -hmm, and like the the receiving of salvation it's like man how do you how do you top that like you're never you're never going to no no you're never going (laughs) to obviously but uh yeah that obviously has to be the focus of Mm -hmm. this season and i think if we can hold that posture or that yeah that posture like in our Mm -hmm. in our marriages man your marriage is going to thrive yeah 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 it's funny. It reminds me of a, I remember I did a wanna as a kid um, <laughs> and you know, they're telling you all these things like Bible stories and mm-hmm. uh, memorizing things and whatnot. And one of the things that they had talked about was, you know, you should, you should find a friend and you should ask them what, the, what's the best gift they've ever gotten. So I remember I was on a swings with my friend and I asked her, I was like, what's the best gift you've ever gotten? And I think she said like rollerblades or something. And I was like, the best gift I've, give, I've ever got was, it was Jesus. And, you know, it was like, <laughs> and it's like in this tiny little Christian town, she's like, oh yeah, like that's a good one too. Like, yeah, that's so too. pretentious. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's just like, it's funny. Like I can completely remember yeah. that moment and just being really innocent and being like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm, yeah. I'm doing what the wanted told me to do. Uh, oh, but, <laughs> but it's so true that, yeah. So uh, hopefully your Christmas was beautiful, whatever your holiday season looked like. Um, liked. So yeah. Okay. Let's me close. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your gift, the best gift. Um, thank you that we get to freely receive it. I pray for everyone listening, um, to this episode that they can examine their hearts and see if they're a joyful giver and receiver. And, uh, if there are any areas that they should uh, be working on, Lord, that you would, you would help them in that area. And, Uh, I pray for all the families that they will have a wonderful Christmas day today. Amen. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.